And while I'm grateful, it's just those feelings of jealousy really come up when I see women, particularly my peers who are in my age group, that are pregnant. And look, you can judge me on you all. It is what it is. But, you know, that's how I feel. But at the same time, I'm super happy for them. They look absolutely beautiful. And if anything, I'm rooting for them because I'll be like, oh, shit, they 34, they 35. Like, we still popping them out. And I just keep saying any moment now. And I really try to quiet that voice in my head because sometimes that seems so far-fetched right now. Even after the surgery and stuff, it just seems, that goal just seems so far-fetched. And we are back because I didn't hit record. So I have to say everything again. Okay, so yes, we are back. We are kind of back. This is like, we're back. This is like, part of season three this is a prequel whatever but we wanted to put out this and push out this episode before the year ended because it has been a while i know in our minds we said oh we're gonna take a little break but this has been a long break i think the last episode we might have did was like june may i don't know but we have been out for a while but yeah, it it feels good to it feels good to be back and just tell you all how life has been kicking our ass. But there has been some great things that have happened this year, no yeah, doubt. You keep this ass back. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we have, and well, we took still lunches, bob and weave, you know. Yeah, and I'm still bobbing, and I'm still, and I'm but still, you're still here. It's still strong. What movie is different? Do you know? I'm why you sound like my dad? Like, strong. why do y'all do that? Y'all pick the most, like, what movie is that from? You don't know what movie that's from? No, say it again. I'm still here. I'm still strong. You don't remember that? You don't know what movie that's from? What's that from? Denzel Washington was in the movie. I'm still here. And it was his I'm birthday the other day. You still fine at 68, right? Is he 68? is, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, 68. Um, um, say it, say it. Antoine Fisher. You remember now? Yes, yes, I do. I, I see the scene in my head now. I see, I see the scene in my head. But while we haven't been out on this podcast spaces, we, me and Sharonda, we've been kicking it, keeping up. So but I'm going to have Sharonda tell you what's been going on. So this past year has been challenging and it's also been a lot of freaking fun i would say the biggest challenges for me was both of my parents were in the house fire two separate occasions my daddy was in the house fire in december of last year december 13th of 2022 i mean of 2021 and then my mom was in the house fire may 13th 2022 six months apart to the date both of my parents were in the house fire they both had to move so that was very challenging like my dad's was a little bit more for lack of better words dramatic traumatic 
because he had to get rescued from the second floor. He was on the ventilator. We couldn't find him, y'all. Her dad got lost in the hospital. Well, he didn't get lost. Like he, it wasn't like he was roaming around. But I know Sharonda, you was trying to figure out where he at, and they was like, "We don't know. We had everybody. He's not here." I'm like, "What do you mean?" I talked to the doctor in the ER the night before, but they had him under like alias because anytime somebody's like a trauma. Like if you were to get shot or anything like that or a fire, they put you under alias so people can't find you. So that in itself was stressful. I was calling everybody. Just could yeah, everybody was on the case to find James. We found James, but they're both doing good. It was just a lot to deal with. And then in between that, I still found time to do, you know, things that I enjoy, which is travel. I probably traveled the most this year than I have maybe ever. <laughs> um, even after the after my dad's fire, I had a trip planned to go to Houston for New Year's. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go. But then my sister was like, you can't do anything here. Just go. So I went on. I don't know how many trips I went on, but a lot. I, I traveled a lot. I traveled consistently from March to June. Then I took off July and August, maybe. But yeah, I did a lot of traveling. I had a lot of fun. My highlight trips were probably Vegas, going to NCCU, homecoming with my friend Sharice, and my solo trip to Hawaii. What's your thorn and your rose or something? Like the rose is a good thing and the thorn is like a sucky thing. So my rose was traveling a lot. And my thorn was both of my parents being in the house fire. But I'm grateful that they're both doing well and they're healthy and they have a safe place to live. Well, this year has been hard as hell. Like this is has been challenging for a lot of different reasons the probably the most challenging thing is is that I lost my grandfather this year um who goes by Baba and that was an unexpected loss it's like you know some people you just are on this earth you don't expect them to leave and um and then as much as that was my grandfather, that was my mom and that was my aunt's dad and then that was my grandmother's husband for 60 years so to see them go through that and go through all the intricacies of death and grief and we're still I would like to say are still in the beginning stages of it and they have the holidays like kind of hit right there mm -hmm. so that is crazy because now I just feel like now I, I understand even more when I see people post about their grandparents and how they miss them and everything. And, and then also I see other people who are wishing their grandparents a happy birthday and everything. And you kind of get a little tinge like, man, you know? Um, so just dealing with that. And then I took a, a leap this year to go to do surgery. I'll talk more about this. I'm sure on a, podcast but I've had 
and open myomectomy surgery and I had got some um some fibroids removed. And child, I got was a that whole gang of them. Yeah, well, it was a, yeah. I've had 13 fibroids removed, everyone successfully removed. And um that even though, of course, that was actually from today of what we're talking about, that's been about like two weeks. No, 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 three, three, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. But um, and I'm healing great, fine. Of course, there was some hiccups with the healing process. But even though it happened in December, I've actually been stressing out about it. Probably the ever since the day she said I was gonna get surgery. So my mind has been in surgery is scary. Being put under sleep and all you crazy people who are saying that's the best sleep you have in your life. <laughs> I don't even remember feeling, you know, going to sleep to even say this is the best sleep. Like did they say like camp the vibe or do they say do you no, remember anything? This is what so this is what happened. So first I get like a uh, a shut, you know, they probably did something to make me feel comfortable. So I got that while my mom and my husband Chris was uh, in the room. And I said, like, ooh, I feel this. And me and all was calm. Then they wheeled me off. And then, so the anesthesiologist, he was like, I'm going to give you that again. I was like, okay, that's fine. And then he was like, now this is the stuff. And I'm like, okay. That. Yes, like, now this is the stuff. But I just remember, like, my eyes fluttering and looking at the scene like, woo, 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 Yeah, this is the stuff. And that's it. Next thing you know, I wake up and I'm like, and the first thing I was like, thank God I am here. Because that was like my main concern. I just want to wake up. But yeah. the surgery was um four hours. So I went through that. I had surgery. And if we don't talk about it a lot, but I also had a second miscarriage, which drove the reason to have that surgery so this year was really hard and it wasn't until the end of the year even a little bit until after my grandfather had passed away that I had to really acknowledge how hard this year is because usually we go like oh it's okay you know I'm okay this year really wasn't okay but it was sprinkled with good times like you said we went to go see Usher if anybody under the sound of my voice who is listening to me go go See next Usher. Year. It really next is. Year. I'll tell you, it's 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 worth, worth you do get a lot of you get a lot for what you for what you pay for. And I'm just not even talking about the experience because it also included like our hotel. The only thing it didn't include was our flight. Um, but it was a great time. I did go to we went to Jamaica. And then out of all of this, even out of all of the what people will be like, ooh, the traumatic things that have happened because they were all traumatic. Um, my relationship with my friends and my family grew even more. It's really odd, but usually that's kind of like how it happens. My friends really, really like just showed like you know, they didn't have to say, "Oh, we love you." They just showed. Up. You know, they they just showed up. Um, I think you was the first person who I called regarding what happened with the miscarriage. And then I told my other friends and them, and then they had brought, you know, brought stuff to the house and uh, with my surgery and with the passing of my grandfather, like 
people just show up. And so if anything, it was just an, an abundance of love this year. The circumstances I'd rather not go through again, but it just really showed how people really go to bat for your girl. And, and I really appreciate that because, you know, I mean, we always want to be with our friends when things are going good. Everybody happy, happy, joy, joy. But yeah, so I mean, I know everybody was like, damn, that's depressing. But as we talk more in this episode, there's been a lot of things that I have learned. So, um, so yeah. Damn, I talk a lot. But um, so after all of this, so after all that you've been through, what is the what have you learned about yourself? I will say what you I will echo what you said about friends and stuff because those were like hard things to go through. Um but like I said, everybody was on the case. I'm like, we can't find my daddy. Do anybody know anybody who work at UIC? Like everybody was on it. Yo people, your mama, your auntie, like everybody. And I really appreciated that. I will say that I um a little more resilient than I thought. And then I also learned that even in the midst of, you know, stuff going wrong, you still have to find joy in the smallest things or in big things. You have to create joy for yourself even, you know, when things aren't going the best. Still try to enjoy yourself, find joy because you're still here, you're still alive. So there's still you know, purpose, there's still time. So I would say I really just learned, learned balance because I would feel like the old me would just get consumed in everything and just be like sad or down and depressed about everything. But I'm just like, no, I'm going to have a good time. These things are, they were bad at the beginning, but it was still miracles at the end of the day as well. So I'm just grateful. And I'm pretty sure you know this. Or maybe you don't, but I just want to say that this year I have seen you glow. Like, I mean, there is just an inner glow. I know everybody probably like, oh, you, Sharonda, you looking good. Or you, you, you know, you're getting small. But I don't know. It's just, I'm not saying you, you're not a different Sharonda. I just think that there's just a light you know, that is, um, that I see in you and you're not all the way an introvert anymore. You're not, you're going to have to give that shit up. <laughs> Maybe sometimes, you know what I'm saying? My mama was like, you can't claim that title anymore. She was you, like, this that you're an extroverted introvert. I just see a glow. I, somebody else told me that a college acquaintance I posted a picture you know, on Instagram. She DM'd me. She was just like, you just seem genuinely happy. So I was like, like that's a that's a, an ultimate compliment to me to what somebody see. See that. I don't know if that you it's just nice to see. And I will say with you, child. That's been my word for this year. Like, what's your word for this year? I just feel like <laughs> one, you rolled the punches yeah. and you I think part of me has rubbed off on you and saying like sometimes you just be like I'm not okay I'm not feeling okay today's not the best day and before you just be like mm, 
like I'm alright and I'm like you're not and it's okay to say I'm not okay so that might be a more self-aware thing and just being honest with yourself and those around you no and that is one that is one thing that I have learned about myself is that um I told Chris yesterday I was like I am tired (laughs) like I I'm tired and um you know like tired of overthinking tired of figuring out what my next move gonna be you know tired of just a lot I'm just and just be able to get that out you know it felt good even with um with the surgery just saying out loud that hey I'm afraid I'm scared but not only am I scared because then it's like what are you afraid I'm scared of dying I never wanted to say that out loud because I felt like I'm putting it out there. But, you know, like literally my therapist probably got sick and tired of me saying like, oh my goodness, because I just really want to wake up and all of this. And But um, I think the most important thing that I learned is, is that so when big things happen, whether they're great things or bad things or you know because some people when like when it's a wedding oh my goodness brazil has come out or, or they're super nervous or when a death happens or when a surgery happens you know you about to take out your hair it was during the day of my surgery they didn't give me any happy pill they didn't give me none to sleep the night before so i was like really calm i wasn't nervous the night before i got up my aunt sent me Man, I for, oof, I forgot what scripture she sent me, but it happened to be the same scripture I was reading that morning about mm-hmm. fear. And mm-hmm. I read two scriptures, but I was okay. If anything, I was ready. And I learned in the midst of, you know, some crazy stuff, I have the ability to really be calm, really just be at peace. And I have prayed that man lord you know give me peace that surpasses all understanding but then i'll even add like give me that crazy peace that hell it can be a fire around me you know what i'm saying but i'm still at peace i'm calm so that's what i really want for myself like going forward to not just you know my reaction just be so cause so much stress but for me to and i think it's because i need to pray more and really give myself a beat before reacting i need to just pull from that a little bit more but other than that i want to say the new year because i think that i think it's healthy to shed all during the year if something's not working or something needs to be adjusted you don't need to wait to january 1st 12 a.m to like kind of just make that shift but what are some things that you would just like to shed in general, whether it's today, tomorrow, you know, what are some things that you want to shed or want to let go of? Overthinking. It's like my top one. What you overthinking about? Everything. Uh, I would overthink buying a t-shirt. Like, should I get pink or should I get orange? But orange looks weird on me, but I really like pink like that. Like I would do some shit like that. Oh. I do that with clothes. I thought it was just me. I'd be like, 
oh, I like this green, but maybe I should get it in black because then I can wear it more and then I'm going to get my money's worth out of it because green, when am I going to wear this? And I'll be like, I always wear black, so I maybe I shouldn't get green, you know, switch it up. Like, overthinking, for sure. Um, Harrison, it's the thief of joy. Second, guessing myself and sticking to my boundaries and like speaking up when stuff bothers me or if I have a question or anything like that. A lot of times I'll silence myself. I'll be like, oh, it's not that important or oh, it's not that serious or this isn't the best time to bring this up. And <laughs> my therapist is like, you always say this isn't, this isn't the best time to bring, what, when is the best time ever going to come? Right, like, just using it just to, just, just so y'all have to talk about it. Yep, that's might be right. But I would say those are the biggest things, and uh, be I need to be better with my finances, which we will talk about later. But ooh, I gotta get my life together, like for real. Yeah, for me, that that overthinking. Thing, that needs to go because that just is it takes the fun out of stuff too and or, it's stressful yeah it is it is i don't know for you but for me it's a physical thing like when i'm stressed i get a headache and that's not good um at all but one is is letting go of hmm, things that drain me it's a day trick i was in toastmasters really drained me <laughs> i was not happy i should have never said yes in the first place there was this guilt that i had that i gotta ride this thing out until the end of whatever term or whatnot i am proud of myself for actually stepping away i need to put myself first more um and i'm learning how to do that but yeah just letting go of yeah just things that drain me being just saying no like no i can't do this um i had someone contact me about you know a couple of people have said like oh you do fitness classes no that would have been really hard not too long ago i would try to like kind of create something or say yes because i still want to to be honest with you, I don't even know if I would ever want to teach another class again. Really? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I really do not know if I want to teach another fitness class again. Or I want to say again, if that is something that I just want to do consistently. Yeah. I don't know. Now, working out, yeah, I think that is something that I, I'm definitely going to keep. But I'm changing. Like, even the way I work out, especially after this recovery, is going to be drastically different than how I worked out before and the classes that I've done. And so I don't even know if I want to do it. It has nothing to do with like, well, do you think, is it because you don't think you're good enough? Oh, I just don't feel like mm-hmm. it to be okay with just saying, you know, you don't feel like it and yeah, being able to do that. So what well, would you say that you would keep? Or something you would, yeah, something that, I don't know how I want to word that, but like something you either learned or 
something in yourself that you saw that maybe you didn't see last year that you're like, oh, I'm definitely doing this next year because it worked for you. Hmm. Speaking of for myself, I have worked at my job probably for six or seven years. And I realized my job title did not match what I was doing. And my responsibilities were getting a little bit broad. And, but every time that we had an evaluation, you know, your year in review, which everyone hates to do, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't entertain the idea of a new title until mm-hmm. last year. No, until this year. Yes, mm-hmm. this year. I entertain the idea of like, you know what? Instead of me talking about it, I'm going to put it in my performance review. And then we're going to go from there. All she can do is say no. Right. That's so, it. And if they say no, then I have only two options. Either I stay or I find somewhere else to go. That's really it. That's really what it comes down to. And my boss agreed, which I was, I was surprised. And not only did she change our job title, so she changed my job title. Um, I went from a program assistant to a grants and operations manager. Right. I mean, I asked for it very respectfully, but I made it clear. I'm like, I do not want my new title to have the word assistant in it at all. I, I just do not want that. And You know, that took a little bit of work on my end to figure out with people who have jobs like me, what what are they calling themselves? Mm -hmm. And grants and operations manager, that was my first choice. And that's the choice that I got. And so she let me know about that uh, at the uh, at the end of the year. So that just made me to like, you know, speak up for yourself. We've had several conversations at my job or heck, even like with friends and everything, the group can all say one thing, but if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. If I don't agree, I don't agree. Or if I have additional questions or, you know, if I don't understand something, instead of me just sitting back and just like, hey, I'm going to just be the middle of the road person. Or I'm going to ride the fence in a respectful way. I'm going to make my claim if I have one. So that is something that I definitely want to bring over. And then also, I just, I want to get out of my head. Um, A lot of us, we create problems when they're not problems in our head. We have whole discussions and whole scenarios. and Something that ain't never happened probably. That has never happened. And that is, that's just a bonus. I want to be able to, you know, to get out of my own head and just, yeah, just not take everything like, you know, so personal, not be so quick to react negatively or, you know, have like a negative stress response to certain things. So, but yeah, but we'll see what happens. But by the way, so what is, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to state the obvious. Can you please tell us a little bit about your weight loss journey? I know we was, we was not going to leave this episode without you sharing that. So this time last year, me and my doctor, well, my doctor, I went to my doctor's appointment, which I told you to hold me accountable for because, I? I, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, probably me going to the doctor every week probably held you accountable. Uh, and that's something that I, that has, it's been more, it has helped me because I am a person that would just be like, oh, 
they play pain, it'll go away. It's just games. It's whatever. Like, I, I really do tend to, like, blow stuff off. But you, you go to the doctor. If it's something on your left toe that you ain't seen yesterday, you calling your doctor, you gonna message him, I need an appointment. Damn, skip it. Take it out. So, <laughs> I hadn't been to the doctor probably in at least two years, one or two years. I think it was three when she looked at my chart. But um, I'm like, oh, I don't dread going to the doctor because I don't want no fat because they'll be like, okay, you know, you weigh too much. I know that. You're <laughs> Let's move on. Like, then, but she was just, yeah, wait, do you really want to take it seriously? I said, yeah. And she was like, okay, well, we're going to meet every month and want to hold you accountable. Like this fifty dollar copay, yeah, that is gonna hold me accountable. So that was December of last year. So this year I have lost forty pounds. Okay. I would say I took the extra thinking, the stress, and all of that, the pressure out of it. It was just like, okay, gotta eat better and gotta move more. That was really the only two things that I was very cognizant of was making sure I worked out and, and making sure I was eating better, of course, drink of water. But I didn't put that pressure on myself to say, oh, I want to weigh this much or I want to lose this weight by this time. It was just like, I just want to do it. And when I go to the doctor, I want to make sure that I weigh less than I did the last time. So I'm going to say that was it. And Definitely balanced because I definitely had all the drinks this year and went out of town. So I was eating out when I went out of town, but it's become more of my lifestyle. Still want to do better, of course, but I am going to get myself ready. And some days I do not see it. Some days I still see that old body. And I really wish my eyes would catch up because the last time I'm actually smaller than when I was in the challenge. Like my final weight in the challenge, I'm like 15 pounds smaller than that. And I was crying sad tears because I didn't like hit the goal that but like I'm small smaller than I was then. I'm not spending 10 hours in the gym a week because I'm taking 50 11 classes. But I'm still enjoying my life. Oh, so, and just having a good time. Uh, last time I went to the doctor, she was just like, wow, you know, I'm really proud of you. And she was like, so what's your goal weight? And I'm like, don't know. Like, I used to always have this number in my head. But now, like, I would say the first couple numbers I had in my head, I'm past those. There isn't a number, I don't think. And I think that that's important because, oh, uh, is it science? Somebody that I probably follow on social media, they like people say, Oh, I went away 140. They like, Where did you get that number from? Right. I never knew where I got the numbers from before. So now I'm just like, I don't know. And especially because I still don't always see where I am now. So it's really hard for me to even say, like, there's a number I would like to reach. Like, I'm comfortable. I mean, I would be okay with losing a few more pounds, but it's not like, okay, when I get to this weight, then I'm going to be happy, which is probably 
which is what I thought in the past, like, oh, once I, you know, weigh this, then I'm going to be happy. And it has nothing to do with it. That's why I wanted you to share it. Because sometimes women, even when they lose weight, you know, we're sensitive about bringing that topic up because we don't want that to be the be all. Like, I'm just good enough just to lose weight or something or um, or now that I'm small or, you know, with being smaller, equaling being happier or being able to do more. Being it's not that at all. Oh, yeah. Or being prettier or, you know, accept, or accepting yourself more. None of that matters. I think the reason why I ask that question is because from my perspective, standing back and looking at you lose the weight, you didn't do nothing crazy. And in a world where everybody is trying to do microwave stuff, they want it fast, they want it quick and in a hurry. And here I see you shedding. But then at the same time, like you said, you living, you eating, you drinking. But at the same time, there's a balance there. I also think a lot of that also has to do with just how you like feel about yourself and the stress that you allow to pile up around you. I'm not saying that you don't have any stress or anything. I just think everything is interconnected, like with this glow, how you, you know, you kind of like walking through life right now, how, how everything is coupled with just started like just new habits. Like you just said, like, I'm not trying to get to an X amount of number. I'm going to just make sure I increase how much I go to the gym and I'm going to eat a little bit better. And that's it. That's all. And everything kind of just fell into place. And that's when the statement trust the process actually really comes in. So I'm like, I'm so proud of you because I just felt like, you know, you, you, you did it. You've been with me. On your own. In the trenches. (laughs) You did it. But, you know, but it's everything is full circle because I look at you and you've inspired me. I'm going through some things. But when it is time to be a little bit more active or whatnot, it's not. It's to just take it one day at a time. There's no rush. Because I feel that when you're hard on yourself, that adds stress. And stress. Then you really gonna be holding on to some things, and then yeah. it also takes away from what you have accomplished. Cause I get that real bad with, yeah, I only did this. But like, okay, well, when was the last time you did X? Right, right. See, like with your job, you know, you know, I finally said something. Okay, well, this is the first time you did it, so that's huge. Give yourself credit. Acknowledge the steps that you made, the progress you made. No, no matter how big or small. It's all B because I just feel like little habits, you know, they add up to bigger things. For example, like I said, I want to read more. So I gave myself something that I know that's very uh, sustainable. I was like, read five pages a day or for five minutes. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to read the whole book. Like, no, you're just starting to read again. So just doing little small things, that's going to improve. So if somebody is, wants to lose weight, okay, I'm going to drink three bottles of water instead of and only have one right like that makes a difference so yeah and that's another thing we asked about like what we want to let go of another thing i want to let go of i know i'm like backtracking is social media now this might be something that i do turn off like right on january 1st because 
I turned off Instagram. And I know you had said, like, dang, you really didn't come back. You'll be lurking. You know what? I lurk through our podcast page, but not for individuals. I don't like our feed doesn't have any of my peers or they have a few of your peers, maybe a few of our peers, but it doesn't like if I'm lurking, I'm going to the shade room <laughs> to see why Tory Lanes is probably trending right now. Like, did they find them guilty or not? Like, see, I go to there. Like, I'll be trying. Or if, for instance, I just looked at the Best Man Final Chapters. So I go in there and I lurk for Morris Chestnut Page. Lurking in those ways, yes. I mean, just lurking in those ways. But the as far as seeing my peers, that is just something different. Especially for me right now. I'm going to just keep it 100 I am enjoying everybody posting their families and everything. It's like, ooh, it is so cute. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, your family is so beautiful. Or, but then, but then it's like, man, especially, it seems like in the last couple weeks, a lot of people have been making their pregnancy announcements. And, look, I just be like, is it going to be me? Am I going to ever be able to do that? Like, you know, am I going to? And I, it seems real trivial. Like, you just want to have a baby to take a damn picture? No. no. But I actually. That's part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. And I that's part like, of Right. But I am yeah. very, I want to see. I, and pregnant people like, girl, no, girl, no, look. Trust. I know it is not a walk in the park. I'm, I know it's not a walk in With the park at all. With yeah. anything. Hell, the stuff I'm going through just to get to that stage. I can't, you know, but I know it's not a walk in the park, but I know that I do want to see myself pregnant. You know, I want to see that. I want to see, and and the thing is, I don't even go out and look for it, but the TikTok algorithm guys, they somehow just, them hoes, no. They know it's your internal wants and desires, but what I've been seeing is is a lot of fathers with their babies and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to see, you know, my child be wrapped around Chris Little Fink. Because I know I'm wrapped around him. Baby. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> just... And then when I see him interact with... Uh, so the other great thing that did happen, and I apologize for this if she's listening. We became godparents this year my friends uh two sons and bro that was like emotional like on on so many levels on why that was and while I'm grateful and everything and I am it's just those feelings of jealousy really come up when I see women particularly my peers who are in my age group that are pregnant. And look, you can judge me on you all. It is what it is. But, you know, that's how I feel. But at the same time, I'm super happy for them. They look absolutely beautiful. And if anything, I'm rooting for them because I'll be like, oh, shit, they 34, they 35. Like, 
we still popping them out. And I just keep saying any moment now, and I really try to quiet that voice in my head because sometimes that seems so far-fetched right now. Even after the surgery and stuff, it just seems, that goal just seems so far-fetched. Like, maybe it's not going to happen or whatever. But social media has, like, exacerbated that. Yeah. And so because of that, and for other reasons, it's just not me wanting to be a mom, but it's other things. Seeing people, like, buy a house. But this is one other thing. This is why I need to get off of social media. Because it be, it's like, oh, my God, they got a house. But then at the same time, I'll be like, People with houses are going through. Pray for people who have homes. Pray, Pray for homeowners because y'all be going through. So it's crazy. Or sometimes you don't even know if you really want it. Sometimes you just see a lot of people got it and you think that's what you want. You just think, you just think like, so for instance, you know, going back to the homeowner thing, like to be honest with you, look, me and my, I know what I do want to own some type of property. I, I definitely know that. However, right now, like, you know, you got messages. I got a house. 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 And you get caught up like, should I get a house? But then it's like, you have to really ask yourself, girl, do you really want that responsibility right now? Right. Is that what you really want? Or are you caught up in what other people will say or think about you when you moving from apartment to apartment? Like I said, I really want to give it up. Um, I want to give up the mindless scrolling for TikTok. I'd be like, I'm on here too much. People be sending me a video. I'm like, oh, I saw this. I'm getting started. I saw that two weeks ago. I'm like, well, our chat that means I'm on here too much. Right. Or when you see the video again, you know you want that. You'd be like, I haven't seen the video. I have. I, I have. Look friend especially being in this house and not being able to do oh, stuff yeah. sometimes you just scroll and i want to get some sleep i need that's a one habit i need to be that's in the bed by this time but what i did want to say was i appreciate your vulnerability with saying that because that's some stuff that i felt as well i think it's compared apples, apples to oranges because you su- suffer like a tremendous a loss, like a big loss. It's tough, extremely. Oh, uh, but I've had those feelings of like, and I was talking to my therapist. I was just like, I feel bad because I feel, you know, like envious or like jealous of people because they have something that I really want. Like you said, very happy for, you know, friends, peers, or whatever. But I also like, damn. Is that gonna happen for me? Like, it don't seem like it is. Like, I, I'm not getting any indications that it will. I understand you even more when you, when you and you know your friend on Twitter, like, I, I the pajamas photo, the couples photos and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is the feeling that you guys. It's different situations, but yeah. this is the feeling. I never thought that I would feel some type of way about seeing someone that's pregnant and it's a very confusing feeling because it's like you love the picture you 
you are genuinely happy for this person. But I'm not going to even lie. I clicked them three dots because usually when somebody put a pregnancy announcement on there, it's like a big advertisement. Every time you log in, you're going to see that shit over and over again. And Mm -hmm. I have unapologetically click the three dots of their picture and I will say hide this photo because mm-hmm. I every time I come here I am not gonna keep seeing this I saw it one time right that's enough that was one time too many and that's <laughs> enough so when you talk about is it ever gonna happen I I now I mean I understood you when you said it then but I even understand it more now and just like one people will be hopeful because Sometimes this, I don't want to say it's dismissing, but it can't be. Like, you'd be like, oh, girl, we at least expected this person's going to come your way. So I'm not going to say, we at least expected, you know, because nobody want to hear that shit. Or at least I don't want to hear that shit because it's just like, for me, I more appreciate when people just say, I understand. Like, I understand why you feel what you feel. Or maybe I don't understand. And you can say that too. I don't know what it feels like to feel, you know, blank. But I'm here for you. But I don't want to hear that. Wait, at least expect it, you know. Somebody's just going to come and sweep. I'm like, I ain't been expecting shit for these past. As <laughs> many years I've been seeing. I ain't expecting it. A damn thing, but to be disappointed, and that's what I've got. Man, I would say this though. There's a fine line though for thinking that because, like I said, you don't want to get stuck in the mindset that it's never going to happen, right? Because you do, you don't want to do that because in a track. Even though there is some truth to it. It is right. some truth to that thought. Right. Right. But I think it's just a balance of, okay, I'm not going to attract, I, I'm not going to entertain that thought, but I'm hoping, Lord, that you give me peace regardless of what happens. That's right. just as life is full of joys and happiness and stuff and everything like that. I do think that, I'm not saying it's going to happen, like you're not going to find someone and I'm not going to have a child. I'm not saying that. I do think, though, that life is full of disappointments, though, and that mm-hmm. there are going to be some things that we wished would have happened that will never happen. Mm-hmm. But you kind of got to get through that some way without walking through life with a chip on your shoulder or being right. bitter. You, you got to protect yourself, of course, but there, it's all about it, life is just a tight one. Yeah, it's really a tightrope, and um, you just don't want that negativity to consume. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, as far as social media, it's probably just going to have to be put on a sh- shelf for, for for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, with you, I'm with you on it. I deactivated. Well, I haven't been on Facebook in much since August or September. And I don't miss it at all. I did deactivate Instagram last month. But I like your own, um, like your TikToks, though. I was just like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll do this. And maybe I'll try this. I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like, maybe I'll do this. And I was just like, it's kind of fun. But, yeah, I want to be on social media for that reason. Of, like you said, 
kind of feels like it's never enough. Like you always like, I could do this. Or you see somebody like, oh, maybe I need to be doing that too. Um, and then I just feel like it's not a good use of my time. I just feel like there's better things I could be doing with my time. I could be reading. I could be listening to a podcast that's, you know, geared towards something that I'm interested in. Or I could be planning for my future. I could be at the gym. Like, I'm just in here doing nothing. Or just resting, shit. Yeah, that too. But I feel like it's, it, like, low-key, it's an addiction. No, it's it, that's not low key. That is very high key. Because Social media is like, an addiction, and we are all be out for months. You we are all for months, and then you get back on one day, and then it's just like, Steven. "Fuck, I'm back where I started." You know, before I even got on. Look, like, why did I even get back on? Just one little hit. Yeah, I'm Brand. We social media is addictive, and we are all crackheads. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are all crackheads and if someone says oh i don't do it for attention bull skittles yes you do okay maybe not all the time you know sometimes yeah. it is good like we do on this podcast here to get the word out and stuff right but you are yeah there's a part of it's you in your, some friend will watch and be like girl you know like my sister she might be like you can have 300 likes on this picture. I'm like, ooh, that's my daddy. I'm sorry, ooh. dad. But my dad loved his likes. Y'all better make sure y'all like his stuff. And if y'all his friend and family and y'all Especially don't like when he it. go running. And you don't like it, you're in trouble. And, or, or love it. Don't. <laughs> but then when you, well, me, because I'm a single lady, you know, you post a cute picture. Then you trying to see if yo. Yeah. No crush. Oh, yo crush then looked at it. I'm like, okay, he's solid. Okay. Yeah. You'd be like, and then if he comment, that's a bonus. You'd be like, well, but they put the hurt ass. I'm like, are you going to take me out? I know that feeling. It's the best feeling in the world. But I know you talked about goals. So, real quick, you know, I did not, and I have to write down my goals this is the 29th this episode will be out on the 31st so i will have goals written then but if i had to think off the top of my head i need to get better sleep i need to be in the bed by 10 o'clock and that's just it and stop scrolling on tiktok yeah Yeah, because i can get in the bed at 10 o'clock but then i can be scrolling to 11 30 and so that (laughs) that is not gonna help and then the other one is get up at a decent amount of time in the morning. Take advantage of my mornings. I mm-hmm. did that way back when I used to work out in the morning. And I think I would like to go back to that. Even the workouts have changed. Go back to that um, because because that was another thing. I started uh, Pilates. Shout out to your friend Sharice. Yes, girl, I'm going to go back. I'm going back. I, and I want to be able to, whether that is, of course, working out. Uh, I'm not so sure about journaling because I'm like, is that something I really want to do right now? And if it's not that it's something I want to do, I don't want to get into it. But right. at least reading a scripture, a word of God, that is, I have to get back into that. But establishing a morning routine and the last thing, so we got sleep, morning routine, and a skincare routine. So those, oh, girl, this. I'm gonna take the compliment, but we we can do 
Then you can do looks, a little bit better. It looks. But when I go to bed, you should wash your face when you go to bed at night. But sometimes after, you know, just lollygagging, not going to bed when I said I was going to bed, I just go to bed, not washing my face or anything. Yeah, so I want to be able to wash my face. I don't want a nasty process. Hell, I really don't want to force that process. If I get two, three, you that's fine. Well, three is fine, but I would recommend. I went to see Dr. Robinson. I don't know if you see her. I think she on TikTok. Well, share her information. But she has her own practice called Tone Dermatology. Okay. On like 15th? Yeah, like 15th and Wabash. I went there. She had like a special where you could see an esthetician. They will give you feedback about your skin and tell you what products would be useful. Well, let me know. I don't know if I can go to one every because they always want you to come back every month. And I'm like, the way my clothes are lined up, I can't do every month. But, but like, they like took pictures of my face and then she like told me, this is what this means, this is what this means, this is what we recommend. You know, you we have problem here. She like, do you use sunscreen? I do not buy sunscreen. The shit is expensive. I ain't like the the consultation wasn't that high. Mm-hmm. But the the, I saw your tweet. You was like, yeah, you just spent the arm and the leg. And you're the <laughs> I was like, it's how much? I'm like, it's, I guess I will spend that money on some bullshit or I will spend it on a flight or whatever. So I can't invest in my skincare. But yeah, I would recommend trying them out just to, you know, kind of gauge like where your skin is and what you can do. To- well, send me their information. So me, I am a gold setting girl. I don't I always reach my goal, but I'm going to try. I'm going to set the intention. So, you know, TikTok being the TikTok is the opposite. bad, but it could be really good. Like, and they know, they just know you. I I don't know how they do the algorithms, but the algorithm be algorithmic. Um, so I came across this lady's page. She stitched another lady. Um, talking about this thing she did called year in couples. And I was, she was talking about, oh, this lady did this. So I went back to the original video and the lady was reading her year in couples, like things she wanted to accomplish. And she was just talking about, wow, I didn't even know, like, I wrote this. You know, it came to pass. So, of course, I had to look it up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I shared it, you know, with a couple of friends. So I filled that out. I would recommend it if it's something, if you're really intentional about goal setting, it's going to take you a long time to finish it. It took me probably four hours total, to be honest. I did it in two different sections because you do like a year review part. So I did that. That took like an hour and a half, two hours. And then you set your goals for the next year. And it really adds some questions that you really have to think. It's not just like, what do you want to do next year? It's like, well, what word would you use to describe last year? Or what things did you do to improve yourself? It's very in-depth. Um, so I did that. But I would say my goals for next year would be to speak up for myself. I want to start leaving my phone downstairs or in another room. So I'm not looking at the phone before I go to sleep and I'm not reaching for it when I first wake up. Um, so leaving my, I had done that for a few months. 
I slept so well. Like, I would leave my phone downstairs. Like, I still have my watch. Like, if somebody were to call, I'll probably, because it's like certain people can skip through. Okay. Like, I'll put my phone on Do Not Disturb, but like, my, my people, people, they can get through at any time. So, if something were to happen, you'll know your phone. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the third thing is to do something I'm scared to do. There's a lot of things I'm scared to do, but I want to do them. So, like, for an instant, I want to learn how to skate, roller skate. I bought myself some skates back in March or April. They're still in the books. I want to figure out what I want to do as far as a career. I'm scared to leave my job because it's very pushy. It's easy. Um, It's comfortable, but you don't grow in comfort. So really being intentional about what are my next moves for my career. And because I'm, you know, I'm about to turn 35, so I'm just like, oh, now I really have to get my life together type of thing. But I've just been stagnant too long professionally. So I have to be intentional about, okay, you say you want to do this? Like I was about the weight loss. I said I want to do this. I found somebody to hold me accountable. I did my part, and they held me accountable. Girl, I'm with you with everything except that skating, girl. I'm so scared, especially because this right knee, I don't know what this right knee be doing, but it might be better for you because, I mean, once you find your balance, it looks, what what they call it, a a low-intensity workout. Because once you get your balance, then you're good. But, you know, first you got to learn your balance. That's the You you have to follow. That's somebody was like, you don't have to get that wood text or something like that. I'm like, I don't want to fall. But they're like, Girl. you're going to have to fall. It's okay. You're going to be okay. Right, because you'll be sore just from jerking your body so much because you're trying to prevent yourself from falling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. We going to see you. I put, I literally put that on my thing. Like, well, if, who's going to teach you? If you find a skate I'm a lady that uh, teaches lessons. She all the way up north but yeah there's a lady that teaches classes and then somebody told me they also do like uh, a lesson before open skate at the glenwood glenwood water skating ring and like i said i bought the skates Brittany bought some skates i already bought some skates so do they know how to skate i don't know i know Brittany used to skate like when we were in high school but she said she haven't skated on her so Maybe they can be my accountability partners. But yeah. So yeah, do something I'm scared to do. A few like things. But yeah, I'm, I, are you hopeful for the upcoming year? Do you have an optimistic viewpoint or are you just like, you just gonna roll with it? I'm just going to roll with it. Um, because, and that's why I'm going to write these things that I said and plus others, I'm going to write down and I'm going to hold myself accountable for. But um, I also want to be open to change. Like, you know, if this is not working or the way that I'm trying to get to this goal is not working, I want to be able to change it and not say, well, it's, you know, January 1st or, well, I made this promise, you know. So I want to roll with it. a part of me is a little sad because, um, like I said, you know, I'm not trying to be the dead horse, but 
it's like leaving my grandfather here in 2022. It's like it's almost like you're going somewhere else and they're yeah. they're stuck there. Um, and then I stuck, but it's just like, you know, this year is over and they're not gonna be able to be here for that. And right now, a lot of things are just, I don't wanna say they on hold, but you know, there's some things I can't do because of what I'm going through health-wise right now. So I can't work out right now. Heck, I can't even drink some of the teas that I, I love to drink. But right now, I am on blood thinners because, you, oh, know, yeah. they have, you know, they found a blood clot a little bit after the surgery. But, and while that I'm all good, people, please listen to your body. <laughs> like, if something hurts... Go get it it checked out because to be honest, the pain that I had in my leg, I really just thought it was a result of me not being that active because I after surgery, but it was indeed a blood clot in my leg. And, you know, um, it didn't get worse or anything, but, you know, I'm on medication and you can't, I feel like you can't do shit on blood thinners. And, and like, you can sure. take ibuprofen, you know, you can take Tylenol and then... Tell James because he take blood thinners. But no, like, and to be honest, like, you know, the, the number one thing we like to think, can I drink or insert the, insert whatever prescription you are? And you are, no, you are not supposed to. And, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying drinking is everything, but, you know, sometimes I'd be like, ooh, I could sure go for a nice cocktail right. right now. So a lot of things are on hold. Really, I have to rest. <laughs> so I'm just in hope of that after that period is done, yeah. then, you know, I can be able to do the things, you know, that I want to. But then at the same time, I'm just... I like shit. I'm grateful. Like I still say, like I, I sometimes I get lost in my thoughts and think about the surgery. Like, damn, I was knocked out for three, four hours and didn't like I had a clue, but who would have, who right. would have thought? And I was just right. glad to come through that. I'm just glad to see another, glad to see another year. But yeah, there's some. I, I'm hopeful that this year, this year will be okay. It it, it will be better. Just gotta put in the work. You can't just wish it to be better. You gotta You gotta do your part. Faith without work Do my part. So um Can I make a goal for us in spring? Well no. I'm but because we had I had told you about that church. Maybe we could uh visit oh, there one day. Yes. Yes, let's go to church. And we will talk about that. That could be between me and you, because I have my thoughts on um on church. But I really do want to find a church home this year. I know this generation is kind of like getting away of going to church or just finding spirituality from within. I need somewhere to go. <laughs> I need, some, but I have trust issues too, so that that has kind of made it hard. But I need somewhere to go, and I would like to find a church home and become active. The last time I've done it, it's been years. It, it has been years. I want to get into a steady Bible study class where they are not preaching to me, but they are teaching me. There's a back and forth. Um, but yeah, I, let's do that. And we can do it at, you know, just give me the date. We can do bedside Baptist. We can actually go. I would, I would like to, you know, go in person because... I just want to get a feel. Really? And 
yeah, and I don't want to always get caught up in just, I think Bedside Baptist is great when you have to be in bed or you got to be at home for whatever reason just, you can't make it. It just depends on, you know, yeah. you and your goals. Like me, I've never been a person that's like, that's that's a whole episode, but nice. For real, active in church, you know, like go to church and get the word. No, man. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I want to yeah. find something that, you know, that's the thing that speaks to, speaks. that speaks to my soul. So, but yeah, that would be a goal. And we can do it by February. If, yeah, February. February. Okay, February. So, but you all, thank you. I know this is going to be a long episode. You know, was, uh, uh, Sharonda was like, yeah, we can do this 30 minutes, but we have a lot to get off our chest. Yeah. And then we just hope that this actually just sparks a conversation with you, your friends, your loved ones about, you know, how you feel. How did your year go? Like, really be honest with yourself especially for those who did not have a good year like it is okay and that's this year kick my ass okay it it, it really is okay and someone has said that it is okay for like this season the holiday season the new year uh for that not to be your favorite thing like this may not be you know sometimes you might feel forced that I got to feel joyful or I got to feel ready for the new year and new leaf, new me. And I see people already, they, they, we don't say new year, new me anymore, but I see a lot like, we're not going to set this in a year. We're not going to do this. It's, you know, not taking this into 2020. You know, it, 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 it's not that simple. I don't feel as years have doors to them. Well, doors that you can just shut and lock. Let's just say that because you know, it's January 1st doesn't mean I'm still not dealing with things from the prior years or right. years. Right. We are still still trying to probably get through 2020. I can't believe it's been years. Sometimes I'm like, was that? That was, was that 2022? Was that 2021? Was that 2020? Like, yeah, like everything kind of like, but see, that tells awesome. you how everything kind of is not a locked door. And that is... That is okay. And if you got to shut off, which I had to do 2023, 20, because, you know, that's when people want to put all the questions and what you're going to do for the new year. And this might go, that can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, and it might make th- you feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Maybe I should be sending goals. Yeah. But if that's not what you want, yeah, yeah, my therapist said that with, the, for instance, the year encompass thing, I'm going to take it apart, like how you gave it to me and stuff. And she was like, look, if it's feeling like a chore, if something is, maybe you don't like doing vision boards and cutting out all them pictures and stuff. If right. that feels like a chore, right. um, you don't like doing it. She was like, then maybe that's not the thing that you should be doing. And that's why I didn't send it to a lot of people. Because I know that like, that's my thing. When I was talking to Ari, she was talking about, you know, documenting her postpartum journey. And she was like, well, I don't know if I want to journal. I said, well, what about making videos? Like, do it up, do a video journal. You don't have to write. You could just set up your phone and say, hey, today I'm feeling blah, blah. She was like, oh, that's, you know, you just got to fast up, modify. Right. Exactly. See, do what works for you. But if you know, like, certain stuff, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Right. But I think that we are told that we need to feel this way, but it's okay to feel you know, other waves, but we need to just be real about it. Be, yep. and you don't have to be real about it with the world. 
Just I yourself. pray that, yeah, yourself. And you know what? I do pray that everybody has at least some confidant, whether that's a family member or a friend that they can really turn to. Because like I said, like, I really do not know where my headspace would be if it wasn't for my friends and my family. I really don't know. Yeah, and and I say friends with the S, so I'm blessed to have more, family members more. But even if it's just that one person, right? man, that is just a blessing. So while you should internally like try to figure some things out, I do think that it is... It's a it's it's a plus to you know, and this I, this to me this is the right to dump some of that stuff on somebody else. Ask for permission before you dump. But we are not meant to just go through this shit by ourselves. To just right. be alone, we should have someone who can kind of help us. We can shift the load on, and it sounds bad because you're like I don't want to load nobody else with. Nah, you should be in a, have a relationship with someone where it's reciprocated. Because I feel that if people can be there for you when you're going through the greatest times of your life, then that's a test if they are still there when you're going through the darkest times as well. That is, Absolutely. that's really a test. In the good times. Yeah, yeah. If they get, right. Well, if I can be there for, be there for your ball party. Well, you right. When right. You, the op, right. I doing well. I have not experienced that, but I've heard people talk. You, about you that. know what? You are right because the opposite can happen. Like they always want to be the uh, savior. Yeah. Um. Well, there when you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something's going good for you. Oh, yeah. Right. Here for congratulating you on something that's going well. It's like you have to hold space for both for people in your life. Absolutely. Um. So, but other than that, like, as you heard, Sharonda got a whole bunch of ideas. I, I'm writing them down. She, she's writing them <laughs> down. So, plus, I know we have a lot of episodes already lined up. So, we already have about, like, five we episodes. And so, to our guests, to our friends who we have on this podcast, you will hear your voice on Just Hit the Compliments. We promise. We promise our conversations will not go in vain at all and so we thank you all for that but um yeah we wish everyone just a happy and most important a safe safe year um and thank you all so we'll see you all on the next episode